Annuncio Vobis Gaudium Magnum. Abemus. Mr. Neff, Mr. Neff. E, Mr. Neff, che facciamo? Abemus. JP. Experience with JP.
To Radio International with JP. It's the main Every time, Linda, you make me blush. Thank you very much, and welcome along to this week's edition of Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience for the next what's, lo- what's left of four hours. Starting us off with a summertime sound from Greece out of the uh, 2001 Eurovision Song Contest, Die for You by Antique. It got as high as number three. And features the voice of lovely Elena Paparizo in there, who later on in 2005 won the Eurovision Song Contest for Greece. Now we have a packed show for you lined up. And uh, still having to bring you the interview that we promised you last week, Monica Linkita from Lithuania. She represented the country this year at the Eurovision in Liverpool. And we have a little clip with a busker from Malta. Alika from Estonia and if you can squeeze it in you might have to move that one into next week's show Andre Portelli from the Malta Eurovision Song Contest 2023 Sad news hit the Eurovision world this week as the passing away of Toto Cotunio was announced on the 22nd of August Toto Cotunio won the Eurovision Song Contest in 1990 in Siena 1992 was the song he won for Italy with his piece of music. But he was a big, big artist in Italy as well as uh, in Germany and um, Europe. He was well known for his summertime tunes and the uh, huge participation in the San Remo Song Festival. We have a little tribute to uh, Toto Cotunio coming up in this hour. Then are they joined by Michael Woodhead from London Town? He's one of the organizers of Eurostars 2023. It's the next Eurovision event that's happening in 2023. And that's going to be on the 9th of September. And Michael will be talking to us and telling us all about Eurostars and who they got lined up for the fans to come over to London. I tell you, I've booked... Dermot Manning will be joining us from Dublin for the Eurovision Spotlight. The Eurovision Summer Double Freeze coming up. And the music today has been selected kind of by Rafael Vivas from Venezuela. It's scattered throughout the show. We had planned an hour non-stop, but that's not possible because of many things we're putting in uh, on the last moment with the Eurostars interview as well as with uh, the passing away of Toto Gutunio. David Mann has got the birthday file, the cover spot. Nick has got the news for us and uh, Javier got the Eurovision calendar. So, uh, with uh, f- without further ado, let's go and have another piece of music. I'll tell you where this actually is coming from. We kicked off the show with uh, Antique and Die For You. Antique teamed up with Yorgos Alkeos in the same year, 2001. Yorgos Alkeos himself went to Eurovision in 2010 
for Greece. But first, before we play opera, we're going to play double opera. <laughs> because in 2001, Antigua and Giorgos Alkeo released a, a great summertime smash called Opa Opa, Opa Opa. It's not really Eurovision, but the artists are connected to the Eurovision Song Contest. Let's go and enjoy that piece of music. It's Europe's number one Eurovision show. Taking you through the summer. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. 2001. Hot hits. Hottest hits. Hot hits. Sagamos 
Summer Sounds. 2010. Hi, this is Joros Alkios, and with my friends, we're going with an OPA in Oslo 2010. You're listening to Radio International with JP, and this is OPA. Enjoy and share the moment. Yorgos are chaos, and this is Opa. It, it made number eight at the Eurovision Song Contest in uh, 2010 in Oslo, in Gr- and for Greece it was. Our summertime opening slots here, and uh, we'll be back shortly with the uh, tribute to the late Toto Cotunio, uh, for doing coming up right after this. Here in the United Kingdom, the Eurovision Song Contest has mostly a negative image across the media. For one man every Sunday, 5pm is going to help change that. Join Kieran Ari Tuttiot for the Eurovision Showcase on Forest FM. He'll be playing you the greatest tunes from the world's greatest singing competition, giving you some quirky facts and having a little bit of a laugh. So join Kieran every Sunday at 5pm on Forest FM. For more details, head over to the Facebook page, www 
www.facebook.com slash ESC Showcase. The Eurovision Showcase on Forest FM. There is no need to be making your mind up. Now let's remember the life and the music of Toto Cotunio. Salvatore Toto Cotunio, born on the 7th of July 1943 and sadly passed away on the 22nd of August 2023, was an Italian pop singer and songwriter and musician. He was best known for his worldwide hit L'Italiano, released on his 1983 album of the same title. Toto Cotunio also won the Eurovision Song Contest 1990, held in Zagreb in Croatia with a song in Siena 1992 for which he wrote the both lyrics and music the year after in 1991 together with the 1964 Eurovision winner Gigliola Cinquetti he became a legendary host of the Eurovision Song Contest 1991 with the famous words reach out for the scrutineer of the European Broadcasting Union the EBU Frank Neuf with the famous words Mr. Neuf, Mr. Neuf, che facciamo? Born in Tuscany, Toto began his musical career as a drummer and later formed an Italo disco band called Lino Lozito and uh, Mario Limoncelli called Albatross. He also started a career as a songwriter, contributing some of French-American singer Joe Dassin's most well-known songs such as L'été Indian, Et si tu n'existais pas, and Le Jardin de Luxembourg. He also co-wrote Dalida's Monday, Tuesday, Laissez-moi danser, Voglio l'anima, in its Italian version, which achieved platinum record status shortly after being released. In 1976, Albatros participated for the first time in the Sanremo Music Festival in Italy, finishing in third place with the song Volo 504. Following another chart success with the song Santa Maria de Portugal, Albatros effectively disbanded and Toto Coutinho concentrated on his solo career. In 1980, Toto Cotunio returned to the Sanremo Song Festival or Music Festival, as it was called then, and won with the song Solo Noi, Only Us. However, Toto Cotunio's affiliation with the festival is most remembered for uh, by L'Italiano, the Italian it translates to, a song he represented in 1983. Originally intended for Adriano Celentano, who declined to sing it, L'Italiano L'Italiano's recapitulation of some of Italy's most popular social traits made the song very popular with Italian expats. Although the song finished only fifth in Sanremo, it went on to become Toto Cotunio's biggest international hit. So now let's hear L'Italiano. Here is Toto Cotunio. That's part one of our tribute to the late and great Toto Cotugno. 1983 Italy Lasciatemi cantare Con la chitarra in mano 
Lasciatemi cantare Sono un italiano Buongiorno Italia, gli spaghetti al dente E un partigiano come presidente Con l'autoradio sempre nella mano destra Un canarino sopra la finestra Buongiorno Italia con i tuoi artisti con troppa America sui manifesti, con le canzoni, con amore, con il cuore, con più donne sempre meno suore. Buongiorno Italia, buongiorno Maria, con gli occhi pieni di malinconia, buongiorno Dio, lo sai che ci sono anch'io. Lasciatemi cantare. Con la chitarra in mano, lasciatemi cantare una canzone piano piano. Lasciatemi cantare, perché ne sono fiero, sono un italiano, un italiano vero. che non si spaventa con la crema da barba la menta con un vestito gessato sul blu e la moviola la domenica in tv buongiorno Italia col caffè ristretto le calze nuove nel primo cassetto con la bandiera in tintoria e una 600 giù di carrozzeria Italia, buongiorno Maria, con gli occhi pieni di malinconia, buongiorno Dio, lo sai che ci sono anch'io. Lasciatemi cantare con la chitarra in mano, lasciatemi Vero. Chota Cotunio and L'Italiano, number five at the Sanremo Song Festival in 1983. This is Radio International. Let's continue with part number two of the tribute to Chota Cotunio, who passed away at the age of 80 
on the 22nd of August 2023. Toto Cotonio would finish second in six more editions of the Sanremo Song Festival in 1984 with the song Serenata. Serenade, it translates to. In 1987 with the Figli, Sons or Children, it translates to. In 1988, Emozioni, Emotions. In 1989 with the song La Mamma, Mothers, or Le Mamma, that is. And in 1990 with the song Gliamori, Laughs. And in 2005 with uh, Annalisa Minetti with the song uh, Come Noi Nessuno al Mondo. No one else in the world like us. Toto Cotugno participated in the festival of total, a total of 13 times. He was very popular with the Italians in various countries around the world. He particularly enjoyed Australia with three successful tours of... Uh, Australia at different stages. Toto formed close friendship with the Italo-Australian impresario Dwayne Di Zigliotto. In 1990, Toto Cotugno won the Eurovision Song Contest in Zagreb with his own composition, Insieme 1992. Together in 1992, a ballad which celebrated European political integration and the establishment of the European Union. Along with uh, Gigliola Cinquetti, Italy's earlier Eurovision winner, he presented the 1991 contest, which was staged in Rome as a result of his victory. Aged 46 and 302 days, Toto Cotugno became the oldest winner of the contest to date, surpassing the record set by André Claveau in 1958. Toto Cotugno's record stood until 2000. He was also the last winner for Italy until Moneskin in 2001. Salvatore Toto Cotugno died on the 22nd of August 2023, aged 80, at the San Raffaele Hospital in Milan, where he had been hospitalized following a long illness, leaving behind his wife Carla Cotugno. Toto Cotugno, will, you will always be remembered for the hits and the Eurovision victory and the hosting of the 1991 Eurovision Song Contest. Rest in peace.
It is the winning song of the Eurovision Song Contest 1990, Toto Cotunio for Italy and Insieme. Toto, rest in peace. And now, let's move on with our next guest on the show. It is Michael Wutter joining us next with the Eurostars. Check this out. The Golden Years with JP. The 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s and the zeros. The Golden Years with JP. Hi, JP here, inviting you to join me each week for a journey into sound on JP's Golden Years. Our weekly trip down the memory lane takes us through the decades of the 50s to the zeros, playing the songs that shaped our lives and the music that you've been buying. 
In the two-hour show, we look at the weekly UK Top 20 chart from the past, playing the highlights. Then there is the best of Europop, hits and headlines, great golden classics, a radio and television theme to enjoy, and we are delighted to receive your requests and dedications to play on the show too. For that, get in touch via email at jpgoldenyears at gmail.com. It's definitely a show not to be missed. The Golden Years with JP. Summer fun. This is Radio International. Bringing you the magic of Eurovision. Radio International with JP. And not only with JP, but also my next guest on the show today is Michael Woodhead from the Eurostars. Hello, Michael. How are you doing? And welcome to the show. I'm... <laughs> Hi, JP. I'm good. How are you? Very good. You're joining us from London, live uh, and directly from London. So, uh, yeah, I'm fantastic and enjoying uh, the summertime and uh, uh, getting ready for summer holidays. Mine are still to come, which is quite good. Some people do come back and uh, I've been keeping the fortress up. But uh, then it's my turn when everybody's back. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> and how's London doing, actually? How is how's it coping? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, although we haven't had much summer here. The weather's not been so great this year so far, but I'm hoping we'll have a late summer. So hopefully August and September will be nice for us. Ah, a, yeah. lov- a lovely Indian summer there. Fantastic. So, yeah. And you, you, the other good thing is you, you are busy, pretty busy actually, with uh, the upcoming edition of uh, Eurostars with, with a Z at the end. So uh, <laughs> you changed the date as well. So tell us all about it. So what's, what's coming up? What can we expect and how can people... Uh, Uh, get to it. Yeah, so um, this will be our seventh year now of Eurostars, which is amazing. I never thought we'd be doing it this long and everything's still going well. Um, Yeah, so we've changed the date, as you said, so we've moved it into September this year. Um, Normally we do it in August, but we just moved it into the first week of September, just because I think we had um, feedback from some people before that it was difficult always to come in the summer because normally people are on holidays and things and traveling. So we just thought, let's try it just a little bit later this year and then hopefully it means that more people can come and it doesn't clash with their holidays um, but it's the same venue again so the Water Rats that we were at last year a really nice little venue near King's Cross so super easy to get to in London uh, the show starts at 8pm and the tickets are on sale already um, this year the lineup we've got a couple of different artists so Uh, the first artist we have is Taya and Selena from Austria. So, as you know, they represented this year in Liverpool. So, very exciting. Uh, really pleased to have them. It's a really catchy song, as you know. I think it just it's one of those Eurovision songs that people, it just kind of gets in your head, doesn't it? And you just kind of, yeah, you just know the song instantly when you hear that kind of the introduction. Who so. the hell is Edgar? That was the song <laughs> that they represented Austria with at Eurovision this year in Liverpool. Yes, yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we have them. Uh, we have Mark Roberts, um, who represented Ireland. So that was in 1997 uh, with Mysterious Woman. That was his song. And he came second only to Katrina. So, um, yeah, a nice little Eurovision connection there. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking forward to having Mark. Uh, we also have Claudia Finello from Malta. Uh, so she was 2017. Oh, lovely. Uh, Yeah, and really excited to have Claudia. She has a really just a gorgeous voice. That that song, Breathlessly, it just kind of gets your emotions. And just, yeah, it's <laughs> it takes really you. It song. takes your breath away, basically, as well. It does. And, <laughs> and you, you yeah. know, with me, and I actually told her that as well in uh, a few times. And it, they released in the week of of Eurovision. They released the Italian version of it, Perdisi. Yeah. And I think yeah. if, they, if they would have sang that one in Italian, uh, Breathlessly mm-hmm. in Italian, I think it would have been in the final. 
It's yeah, such yeah, a good, good song. Right. And when she, when Claudia talks, she has this smoky voice, and I just she love does. it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> she's 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 a really lovely, lovely lady. And I met her so many times when I come to Malta or out outside Malta. Uh, we're like brothers and sisters, basically. I'm not the Faniello though. <laughs> that's 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 <laughs> Fabrizio. <laughs> Nice to see her again then, yes, that's, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, for sure. And then um, finally we have um, Ari from Iceland. So, yeah, he represented 2018 with, I think, yeah, Our Choice is his song. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, really excited to have Ari as well. Um, yeah, he's just recently um, completed, I don't know if you know, but completed a degree in opera. So it's oh, really yeah. interesting wow. to have, you know all of these different musicians with all of these kind of different backgrounds and different styles of music and things so really excited to have him join us as well I wonder how a, how his song would sound like in the operatic style our choice yeah that would, <laughs> well, yeah for, for me when I saw Ari the first time in the Icelandic national final on television it reminded mm. me so much of Johnny Logan the Irish yeah. uh, so I called him the Icelandic Johnny Logan when I met him yeah. in, in 2018 <laughs> when he represented uh, uh, Iceland uh, there and, and uh, lovely guy as well and I think he, he, he did his uh, studies in London at the London Conservatory he did yes that's right yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lovely. So, so that's a, that's a good lineup of of, uh, of artists you have uh, invited, and uh, looking forward. I, I booked. I'm booked, so I'll, I'll be coming over the first time for me, actually. So it's, it's good to change <laughs> it from August into uh, September, and uh, so I look forward to to meet, uh, of course, some of the artists again. And the first time for me will be Mark Roberts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and and the Irish are really really lovely people, and and uh, they like talking even more than me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, but how how did the the choice come up with with those four artists you you uh, have engaged? Um, yeah, so Taylor and Selena, we really wanted to get um, at least one artist from this year, mm -hmm. and um, we were just kind of debating who would work really well. And I think because their song is really catchy and just it's like I said earlier, it's one of those songs that just gets in your brain. Mm -hmm. We thought they would be really fun to have in the show, so we chose them. Um, Claudia, we've wanted to have for a couple of years actually, but we've just had a couple of scheduling conflicts, or she has, um, so we haven't been able to get her previously. But this is mm -hmm. the first year we've been able to make it work with the dates and things which is really great <laughs> so really excited to have her um, and then Mark I think um, we just wanted somebody a bit different so we've had a couple of artists from Ireland before um, but we just thought Mark would be a really nice addition to this year and then Ari joining the party as well so um, because we saw um, Ari perform at Gem Lovely um, a couple of years ago and mm -hmm. we just thought he's a really great performer really great sound so he should work well in the mix of artists super that's nice and will uh, uh, you have a host of the, of the evening as well or will you be doing it uh, I'll be doing some of it yeah and then we'll have like little um, clips in, in between uh, the artists as well so, so each of them will be giving like a little mini concert I, I guess uh, that they yeah will. essentially so they'll obviously they'll perform their Eurovision track uh, they'll perform some Eurovision songs some of their own songs as well um, so it'll be a real mix of different things um, but it should be a really fun evening so now that the people know everything about the event uh, but let's talk about tickets so uh, yeah. uh, how can people get it and uh, how much are they and what kind of tickets yeah. are available yeah so um, we had two types of tickets available we did have VIP tickets where you could meet and greet the artists but those have all sold out now um, so we just have the general admission tickets left so those are £27.50 um, and you can buy them just by going to eurostars.co.uk and that's Eurostars with a Z as you said <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> yeah so, so maybe to refresh the people um, mm. because we did ask that question before why do you select a Z at the end rather than 
S uh just to be a little bit different really yeah (laughs) so um yeah and we wanted to make sure we were uh like i guess different to eurostar as in the eurostar train as well Ah, okay um, yes yes. (laughs) so when you're searching for us on google we wanted to make sure you're finding our concert not the train company (laughs) very good very good so tickets 27.50 plus the booking fees i guess is in there and uh um so water rats is the venue it's near near king's cross uh, station on tube station as well so easy to reach uh, accommodation you can find uh, uh, you need to have at least one night I think you need to, to come in Saturday and leave on Sunday if you want or Monday and you find yeah some, mm. yeah absolutely I mean London's always got so much to offer as well so it's always good to visit um, and see all of the other attractions as well um, yeah there's lots of hotels in the area but also uh, there's the night tube service running as well so if you didn't want to stay close to the venue then you can stay a little bit further out the hotels are probably a little bit cheaper and mm. there's still really good options but um, we're only about a five minute walk from King's Cross station so if you're traveling into London it's very easy to get to um, if you're coming on the Eurostar obviously that comes into St Pancras just next mm. to King's Cross so it's um, yeah really well located to kind of get to where you need to be fantastic uh, this is this is uh, good anything else we, we haven't talked about I think but I think we covered everything or is there anything more we should mention yeah so um, after the show's finished the show will normally finish about 11pm um, but then we have a DJ playing um, um, until the early hours um, mm. of course all Eurovision music so everyone is welcome to stay and join the party until the end of the evening oh it'll be me <laughs> it'll <laughs> people to, to to leave the place usually but uh, oh, it's it's nice and, and uh, looking forward to this it's my as I said my first Eurostars attendance and uh, yeah I can't wait to, to hop over it's in a couple of weeks' time, I guess, or three weeks now. From, from it there, is, yeah. yeah, yeah, a couple of weeks to go. So, yeah, we're just finalizing all of the arrangements. Um, but, yeah, very much looking forward to it. Nice. Uh, who is on, from the artists, away from, from this year, but uh, in the, for the few traditions of Eurostars, is there any artists you thought is on, on the wish list you really, really, really want to have? Yeah, I, so I think um, we would always want to have um, some more Eurovision winners because they're always popular with people. They always want to see the winners. And I think just because often Euro- Eurovision is quite expensive for people to physically go to. So mm. I went to Liverpool this year and even that was expensive. You know, the accommodation's expensive, the tickets are expensive. So we always try and do Eurostars in a way that we can make it affordable for people to go and keep the mm. ticket prices affordable. So I think, yeah, there's a couple of winners that we would love to have. So we would love to have Johnny Logan one day mm-hmm. if we could um, I think we'd love to have Lorene uh, Queen Ooh, Lorene but yeah. now that she's won twice as well so, <laughs> so it's, it's both of them have won it twice so yes, L- Johnny yeah, and Lorene yeah exactly wow wow um, yeah, and then uh, personally, I would really love to have Bobby Socks because that's Aww. one of my favorite Eurovision songs they're, uh, ever. They're <laughs> so sweet. Actually, I'm going to play out with the Bobby Socks then, so just for you, and, and uh, uh, that will be nice to have this uh, this song for you after the interview <laughs> now. And uh, yeah, so, and, and Liverpool, tell us, uh, how, how did you experience Liverpool itself or having Eurovision on UK soil? Yeah, so as you know, it's been a long time since it's been on UK soil. Um, and of course, we were hosting on behalf of Ukraine. It wasn't, it wasn't like UK um, 
it wasn't because UK won, but obviously, as you know, it's, we were hosting on behalf of Ukraine. So I think, yeah, Liverpool, for me, it was the perfect city to host Eurovision because um, just Liverpool anyway is a place that people are so warm, so friendly and welcoming. They have such a great attitude and open people. And um, I think also uh, the size of the city just made it the perfect place to host it because the whole city um, embraced the contest. So everywhere you turned, all of the bars were showing the semi-finals, the final. Um, they were all having parties, lots of different things going on in the city, lots of little concerts and places and people performing. So it just had the best atmosphere and just so friendly and welcoming. So I think, yeah, it couldn't have gone any better, really. Okay, so next year it's going to be in uh, Sweden, in Malmö again, the Eurovision. Will, mm. you, will you be going? Uh, yeah, I hope to go for sure. Yeah, I'd love to. Because yes. Sweden always know how to do a good party as well. <laughs> ah, yes, yes. And uh, they actually hosted it already before in uh, in the Malmö Arena. And uh, it was in 2013 when Denmark won with Emily de Forest. So it's a nice, nice venue as well. But I, I think always because it's it's a smaller venue than the Friends Arena in Stockholm. Uh, mm. So the tickets will be, uh, I think, expensive again mm. and again. Wow, it's uh, very costly. But anyway, we enjoyed having this. So uh, it, it's quite nice to to go back to Sweden as well so Michael thank you very much for coming on and uh, to, to chat uh, about the Eurostars it's on the 9th of yeah, September yeah Saturday the 9th of September yeah starting mm -hmm. time is at It's at 8 p.m. it starts. So that's the concert, the time the concert starts. But we'll open the doors probably 7.30. So, um, but the venue also has a space to eat in as well if you want to have food before the concert starts as well. Ah, so, okay, super. Yeah. That, that's that's mm -hmm. uh, fantastic. Thank you very much for coming on. And I look forward to seeing you, meeting you in person again uh, on the 9th of, uh, of uh, September. And, uh, well, the one more thing that leaves me to do is to play the Bobby Sox. And uh, <laughs> let it swing, the winners of 1985. Eurovision's greatest hits with JP. Oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. That's okay, you're fine. 1985. Norway. Hi, this is Bobby Socks, Elizabeth or Hanne, and you are listening to JP on Radio International. Yeah!
A big thanks to Michael Wotad from Eurostars. And that's the Bobby Sox, his favorite ever song for Norway, the winning song for Norway, 1985. And Ludded Swing and lovely, lovely ladies they are. Now, uh, one of the uh, people on the guest list is coming up next is going to be Claudia von Yellow. And we're going to play one of her Malta national final entries from 2007. It's in Maltese. It made number seven in the national final in 2007. Limaba Ganya, that's coming up. But first, let's go and listen to uh, the, the trailer for Eurostars. It's always a highlight. Hey, Eurovision fans! Join us at live music venue The Water Rats, King's Cross in London on Saturday the 9th of September for this year's Eurostars in Concert! Eurostars is back again and we want you to join the party with some of your favourite Eurovision stars including Thea and Selena who represented Austria this year in Liverpool Maybe I should call a doctor over next to see us Mark Roberts, who represented Ireland in nineteen ninety seven. Mysterious woman, a wonder did you see? Claudia Faniello, who represented Malta in 2017. Ari Olofsson, who represented Iceland in 2018. in your diary today Eurostars in concert Saturday the 9th of September at the Water Rats King's Cross in London Tickets are on sale now and to get yours simply head on over to eurostars.co.uk and that is stars spelt with a Z Relive the moment with Eurostars in concert Who the hell is Edgar? 2007 Shadows around me all the time 
summer this is radio international the ultimate eurovision experience with jp you are listening to the ultimate eurovision experience radio international with jp hello let's go hi my name is chanel i'm from spain this is my song slow mo I'm Scott from Walter and this is my song I am what I am. Jacobs from Sweden and this is my song Hold Me Closer You're listening to Radio International with JP JP Radio International, Eurovision Gold with JP.
1989. Yugoslavia. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. Hi, I'm Pietra Mede. And I'm Monsel Merlöv. And you're listening to Radio International with JP. And of course, with the team that's uh, putting that show together, as there's David Mann, there's Dermot Manning today. Javier will be joining us. Big thanks to Michael Woodhead in the last hour for the Eurostars in concert interview information session. And in case you did miss the tribute to Toto Cotunio in the last hour, you can always catch up the show on the various podcasting platforms. I'll tell you more about that in a bit. But on the show today, we kicked off in the second hour with Riva, the Eurovision winners of 1989, representing Yugoslavia. It's Emilia Kokic on the lead vocals there. Rock Me Baby.
Okay, what have we got on the show? We have lined up the busker. Coming up in our fourth hour, Monica Linkita in this hour, as well as Alika from the Eurovision Song Contest this year. And Dermot Manning will be with us in the third hour after the news with Nick. And Dermot will be doing the double freeze at the Eurovision Song Contest. He's picked two countries, starting with an S, and selected three songs from each. Interesting Eurovision news, as I said, with Nick Van Liet from ESCXL.com. But also this hour, it's the birthday file coming away, and the Eurovision cover spot with David will be in our fourth hour. And we spice it with lots of summertime tunes, selected by our dear friend from Venezuela, Rafael Vivas. And uh, we, we do have to scatter them throughout the hour, otherwise, throughout the show, I should say. This week and next week. Alrighty. Francesca requested Riva, in, uh, she's from, from Milano and uh, from Sweden, Stockholm. Lukas Konitzka represented, well, no, he didn't represent, no, no. He, he works for ESC Panelen, in fact, uh, that's a website in uh, Sweden, Eurovision Song Contest Panelen. And uh, uh, but he's like kind of a headbanger. He always likes to have those, those heavy rock stuff. And he this time would like to have the second entry from Hungary at the Eurovision Song Contest ever. It was back in... 1995. Hungary. It's Chaba Zigetti and Ui Nef A Regi As Falan. I don't know if I said that right. My Hungarian is almost non-existent. <laughs> Arcok len a félhomályban, nézem hát, ha eljöttél. De attól félek már, bárhol állsz a sűrűségben, elveszel. Ha itt leszel, ha most nem látlak, nem tudom. Mikor lesz rá újabb alkalom? Tegnap néhány ismerősöm mondott rólad néhány szót. Túl vagy már a rossz időkön,
Wow, they go. That's the second ever Hungarian entry at the Eurovision Song Contest in 1995. It reached number 22. It was a special request for Lukas Gonitska in Stockholm, in Sweden. Zaba Zigetti. I have to do it slowly, otherwise I bite my tongue. And the title: Ui nef egi regi has falan. Anyway, so there you go. That's uh, the request. More music is, of course, coming your way shortly in the form of uh, some more summertime tunes as selected by uh, Rafael Vivas in Venezuela. And also will be joined at the end of this hour by Javier Leal from Montreal in Canada for the Eurovision calendar. But let me tell you where you can pick up the show as well. Uh, live on uh, Wednesdays. We are there from 7 p.m. Central European time till 11 Four hours of Eurovision madness and beyond. And that's uh, via Facebook page, Eurovision Radio International, but as well as via Switch Europe. That's the radio signal relayed onto the Facebook channel as well. If you go to the website at www.radiointernational.tv and uh, you see the post for today's show and there is the link on the logo that you directly can uh, listen to the show as well. But you can also join this, the, the, the chat room. We have lovely people in there already. There's Tanya, we got Lucas in there, we got Fran, we got Raphael. And also you can uh, listen to the show on the Fridays starting off at 10 p.m. Central European time on GoGo Radio Gibraltar. On the Rock of Gibraltar, down there at Sunny Spain. And also on Sundays, two stations broadcast simultaneously, it is the Switch Radio Network at 1 p.m. Central European time, as well as South Norfolk Radio. And on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Central European time, You get us on Radio 105 in sunny Malta. Now, the links to all these uh, stations are on our website at www.radiointernational.tv. Click on how to listen. It tells you the broadcast times and dates as well, and the link is there. Now, if you'd like to make it even, even easier for you, you can subscribe to the podcast. It's also uh, on the same website that I just mentioned. You just... Uh, Uh, go to how to listen and that it gives you the link of how to how to subscribe to the podcast and we are on Spotify check for Eurovision Radio International and the follow and then you get uh, the shows directly to your spiky smartphones okay and then uh, from there into your spiky Eurovision ears we are on Spotify iTunes Google Podcasts Amazon Podcasts wherever you can't miss the show I'd like to give a, a big uh, shout-out to Alain Ferrotti in Luxembourg. He's so happy that his country returns to the Eurovision Song Contest. Now, anyway, let's go and start off with some summertime tunes, shall we? Let's, let's go and uh, uh, give it a, a little shot right now and have this. Summer fun. 2009. It's Turkey. Hi, guys. You're listening to Hadise, and I will be representing Turkey at Eurovision Song Contest 2009 in Moscow. And you are listening to Radio International. Merhabalar, ben Hadise. Bu sene Moskova'da Türkiye'yi temsil eden benim. Sizler şu an Radio International'ı dinliyorsunuz. Hepinizi öpüyorum. Hot hits. Hottest hits. 
It's Odyssey. It's Doom Tag Tag. And that's uh, Turkey's entry to Eurovision 2009. It made number four. This is Hera Björk from Iceland. You are listening to Radio International with JP, and this is my song, Shrinu Sakwa. Enjoy! 2010. Iceland. Hot hits now, 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 now. I'm standing strong. Bjork represented Iceland in 2010 and uh, Je ne sais quoi but I think a better song that she had in the running in the national final it was in 2009 in Denmark in fact uh, Someday that's my all time favourite but Je ne sais quoi hit number 19 in 2010 2011 Hello this is Eric Saade from Sweden you're listening to Radio International with GP and this is my song popular enjoy Sweden the last danceable for now and then David Mann's birthday file is next. Stop, don't say that it's impossible Cause I know it's possible 
Number three for Sweden at the 2011 Eurovision Song Contest. Eriks Order and Popular. We're cooling it for summer. Radio International. Oh, I love it. Europe's number one. Yeah. And now over to London. David Mann and this week's Birthday Fight is next. And if it is yours, have a happy one. It's Eurovision birthday time once again here on Radio International. And our list of artists who've been celebrating this week includes three Eurovision winners, two representatives of the country that's returning to Eurovision after a long absence for the 2024 contest, Luxembourg, and no less than four former competitors at the Junior Eurovision Song Contest. But first, let's send birthday greetings to the lady who brought yodelling back to Eurovision, Maria Ilinka Basile, or Ilinka. She sang alongside Alex Floria for Romania in 2017. Also celebrating this week, Matej Zek, a member of Let3 for Croatia at this year's contest in Liverpool. Austria's 2018 singer Cesar Sampson. Adrian Lugarai, who sang for Albania in 2013, Belgium's 2016 singer Laura Tesoro, and their 2013 singer Roberto Bellarossa. Also cutting their birthday cakes this week, Alice and Ellen Kessler, the Kessler twins. They sang for Germany way back in 1959. Greetings also go to Peter Gronval, a member of One More Time for Sweden in 1996, Christina Pelokova, who sang for Slovakia in 2010, Dimitra Papadea, or Demi, she sang for Greece in 2017, to Lucas Mayer, who handled the vocals alongside DJ Grome for Poland in 2018, to Antonio Carbonell, who sang for Spain at the 1996 contest, Greetings also go to Jasmine Tatiana Annette Valentin, or simply Jasmine, who sang for Finland in 1996, Moldova's 2007 singer Natali Babu, Kim Jackson, who sang for Ireland in 1991, and to two-time competitor at Sweden's Melody Festival in 2015 and 2017, Malindina Sundström, who you know better as Dina Na. Greetings also go this week to Andreas Mamantovas, a member of LT United for Lithuania in 2006, to Gunvor Gugisberg, who sang for Switzerland in 1998, and to Ovidio Cernateno, better known as Ovi, who sang alongside Paola Selling for Romania in 2010 and again in 2014. Former junior Eurovision competitors who've been cutting their birthday cakes this week include Rustam Karimov, who sang for Azerbaijan at the junior contest in 2013, Georgi Roslashvili, who sang for Georgia in 2019, David Sharlin, who represented Kazakhstan at the junior contest in 2022, and Carla Lazari, or simply Carla, who represented France at the junior contest in 2019 and co-hosted the junior Eurovision in Paris in 2021. 
Our Eurovision Song Contest winners with birthdays this week are Bobby G, who was a member of Bucks Fizz for the UK in 1981, Richard Hooray, one of the Herays for Sweden in 1984, and Vasiliki Papathanasiu, who you know better as Vicky Leandros. She won for Luxembourg at the 1972 contest with Après Toi, having previously made fourth place for Luxembourg at the 1967 contest with L'Amour est Bleu, or Love is Blue, a song which went on to international success as an instrumental by Paul Moriad. We'll hear Vicky with L'Amour est Bleu in a moment or two after we've sent birthday greetings to another representative for Luxembourg who also made fourth place on the final Eurovision scoreboard. He sang for Luxembourg at the 1964 contest. It's a very happy birthday to Use Ocre. Well known for his French versions of Bob Dylan songs, an artist who he knew well and indeed duetted with a number of times, Hughes, now at 94, is by far the oldest former Eurovision singer who is still performing, and he's got concerts lined up through the autumn and into next spring as well. Perhaps he could be a guest at next year's Luxembourg National Final, who knows. Meanwhile, as we listen to the song that he took to fourth place at Eurovision in 1964 for Luxembourg, De que le printemps revient, it's a very happy birthday to Use Offre. Les filles sont jolies, les cœurs de printemps est là. Mais les serments s'oublient, les cœurs de printemps s'en va. Là-bas dans la prairie, j'attends toujours mes en vain. Une fille en Organdie, des cœurs de printemps reviennent. À ses yeux, dès que le printemps est là, dès que le printemps est là, je revois nos adieux, dès que le printemps s'en va, dès que le printemps s'en va, et son image rôde au détour de mon chemin quand les soirées se font chaudes, dès que le printemps revient, dès que le printemps revient.
Happy birthday to Baroness Vicky Leandros and uh, her Eurovision entry out of 1967, L'Amour et Bleu, representing Luxembourg, coming fourth. And of course, she won the Eurovision Song Contest some years on in 1972 with uh, Après Toi. And uh, one of my big all-time ambitions is to interview and meet Vicky Leandros. Hopefully it will still be possible uh, in the not-too-distant future. Right. And thank you very much to David Mann for the uh, Eurovision birthday file. He'll be back for the cover spot in our next hour. And it's time now for this. The Eurovision Song Contest 2023 on Radio International with JP. Let's once again go back to Liverpool to the Eurovision Song Contest 2023. At the Turquoise Carpet, I have the pleasure to chat with Malta's The Busker. I feel better in my sweater. I've got my 
stereo. I play songs, you know, but hey, wait, what you say? Do you wanna dance? We love you, Liverpool. Hey, hey, wait! <laughs> Hello, the team Malta is here. Nice Hello. to see you, the Basca. You're at the end of the journey now. So how does it feel after so many months of rehearsing, being in the national final? I followed you from the beginning, so now we come to the end of it. So how does it feel? Amazing, obviously, like you said, uh, it's been a month's work. Um, leading up to this point, we just wanted to make sure as much as possible um, to give the best show on the 9th of May. Basically, those two minutes are everything for us. It's the moment where we get to present our best self forward and the moment where it's all about us and Malta. What was for you the highlights on the journey to Eurovision? I think that the fact that our bond just got stronger and stronger and we all just got to get to know each other and share this memory which no one can take away from us. And uh, I saw a couple of days in the Cavern Club, so that must have been amazing for you. Yeah, definitely. Jean, take it away from you. <laughs> so it's always been a dream for us to play at the Cavern Club uh, the Beatles were one of our earliest inspirations for our music and uh, four years ago we actually busked outside of Cavern Club but now two, two days ago we actually had the opportunity to perform inside of it uh, we performed the short set it's, it was the, the venue was packed so it, the, the crowd was energetic where they were singing with us so yes it, the whole experience was sorry and JP can I just say something to you thank you for following us from day one man you, you always supported us you always told us to keep pushing and it means a lot to us. People like you are the people we do it for. Thank you. Thank you so much. You hear that? That's fantastic. All the best of luck. Thank you, JP. It's going to happen today, in two days' time. It's bittersweet, in fact. So what are you going to be doing before you go on stage? Uh, we're just going to want to give ourselves a big pat on the back, hug it out, and obviously, you know, smile. It's all about that. Just enjoy it. Fantastic. Pat on the back. Here we go. All the, <laughs> the best. Thank you, JP. Take care. Thank you, JP. Take care, guys. Hello, we are the, the Busker from Malta. You are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is our song, Dance, Dance Our, our Own Party. Party. Enjoy. Malta.
Maltas, uh, Basker there and uh, dance our own party at the Eurovision Song Contest. I thought that was one of Maltas' best entries in recent years and didn't qualify for the for the uh, grand final though. Number 15 in the uh, semi-final one in Liverpool but they're part of the family and they're a very sympathetic band and uh, I hope they we're going to hear lots more from them. Uh, now we should be having uh, Javier Leal coming up but uh, for some reason I cannot get hold of him and he's he switched his phone off because he had to go somewhere quickly and uh, so what we do is we move him into the fourth hour and now Eric is going to be chatting with Monica Linkita from uh, uh, Lithuania The Eurovision Song Contest 2023 on Radio International with JP Monika Linkita is our guest today. She's representing Lithuania in the Eurovision Song Contest this year. Hi, Monika, and welcome to Liverpool. Hi, hello, everyone. <laughs> People who follow this show actively may remember you as this is not your first attempt at the Eurovision. It's actually not. It's my second time, uh, and I tried to do Eurovision many times. So, so yeah, but I'm so excited because I think that the girl who was here in 2015 and the woman who is standing right now it's a little bit different one you were not by yourself back then i was i think that you know i was but uh, now i'm more connected with myself because i spend it uh spend the time to to have this connection with myself so yeah have you missed the excitement at eurovision or what made you decide come back well, it was a joke. I think that <laughs> uh, I was just following the faith and following the life, what life is offering for me at the moment. And uh, I was actually in London in 22nd of November, and I, because I wanted to have like a few uh, vocal lessons with uh, with a new vocal coach. And uh, she took me to the Troy Bar um, in East London, and I met a few friends, few new friends, and one of the friends, Nicola, she's a huge Eurovision fan, and that's how. I was like, oh, you're a huge fan of Eurovision. Maybe I should try to do Eurovision again and maybe I can give you a ticket then, you know. Uh, because I was like uh, excited to make someone happy. Um, so yeah, and after that I came back to Lithuania, I went to Riga uh, after a day and we wrote a song in one evening. So, so yeah, so I was just like following the faith, you know. Which makes me very unhappy because I tried convincing you back then because I was a member of the jury. I was invited by Lithuanian television back then in the national final and I picked you as a representative back in 2015. I've been trying to convince you. It never worked out. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think that we have to feel when is the right time to do right things. And uh, yeah, I think that because of that connection I was telling you about, the, the connection with myself, now I can really feel what I want, in what point I want, and I think that that maybe was the, the right thing for me to do. Well, you really seem to enjoy the Eurovision bubble. Just by having a look at your history, you competed more than once, as you said, in Lithuania's national fine. Not only the one leading to Eurovision, but also to the junior edition. Yes, I did. I mean, I think that um, those times I was just like, you know, trying to show myself, trying to show my music, and um, those times where I was like very focused to the winning, I, I did that. 
Now, how did you get ready for such a massive show? I mean, from the day you win the national pre-selection back home in Lithuania to your actual performance here in Liverpool, for sure there must be a lot going on, creating a concept for your stage act, a choreography, choosing costumes, outfits, picking backing singers and so on. Could you tell us a little bit more about this entire progress? So... I'm happy because I didn't have to think about backing vocalists because I've chose them. Uh, they are my friends. Uh, Aura, she's she's from my uni, so I met her like ages ago, and uh, I've, I've asked her when I was like. Uh, trying to, to put all the team in Lithuania, I've called her and I asked her to, to be a team member and maybe to choose uh, some other girls. So that was like, you know, we were, I, I know that I want to stick with that group. I want to choose people and then I'm going to stick with them uh, because that, that was very important to, to create that girl's power, the, the woman power and the, the circle. Uh, but the other stuff is quite, you know, heavy because I was, you know, traveling all around Europe, going to one pre-party, another pre-party, this, that, you know, meeting the people, meeting the press, uh, talking with them, and also, like, having the calls and meetings with my team, with staging, dresses, this, that, la, la, la. And, you know, after the first rehearsal, I was just, like, you know, having the meeting with my team, and we were not very um, happy about some stuff, what, what we see, and, yeah, and not, like more time <laughs> we, we, we're gonna spend more time to you know make some changes making some changes now let's uh, talk exhausting. a bit about this no well it is exhausting i suppose yes but let's talk a bit about the song um i'll let you pronounce the lovely title of your eurovision entry many lithuanians seem to debate about the exact translation of the expression is it chuto tuto it's chuto tuto yes and the translation well we can't translate it straightforward but that these words they are giving the power to come back to your mind body and soul and you know to to be connected with yourself and that's that means that you can live more wisely with a more wisdom and through the heart and i think that i believe that this is so important especially like nowadays when the west world is so quick and everything is so fast you know you can uh, yeah, I think that we we need that power to just you know connect with our with ourselves and yeah, life is short and if you don't have that connection, you are not living with the full colors in in this world. So yeah, I tried to Google it, couldn't find it. Yes, we are working on that. We're gonna try to put the explanation of Tuto Tuto in Google. <laughs> You've been here for a couple of days now. How have the first days been here at Eurovision and what have you been doing and what have you been up to apart from rehearsing? Uh, so we were having a lot of fun with, uh, with the all delegation on Lithuania. Um, we were the first evening we went to karaoke. <laughs> yeah so if you're gonna see me somewhere in Liverpool in karaoke yeah it's me because I love to to go to to sing in to karaoke's when I'm not in Lithuania. Um, yeah I think that you know my aim is to connect the whole team because there are loads of people uh one of them they're working in national television one of them like some of them they're like part of my team some of them they're from uk my, my bb's my girls they're uk um they're from uk and like quite separate because i know them but the other part of the team they don't know them so 
I want to like have the feeling that everyone is connected and everyone feels that you know they're uh, fighting for like the the, the winning uh, of uh, for Lithuania. So yeah. Monica, thank you very much for joining us today. We wish you all the very best of luck. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Eric and Monica. Hi, hello. This is Monica Linkita and I'm from Lithuania. You're listening to Radio International with GP. And this is my song, Stay Tuto Tuto. The Eurovision Song Contest 2023 on Radio International with JP. Lithuania. Sadness with me. I hit it well since 16. And all the crying, all the fighting, you keep putting out the fire that burns so bright within me. As I look back through all these years, to broken dreams, disguising fear, being someone that I'm really not. Just Someone like me All the bitterness of failure To find myself within me Monica Linkita and uh, Stay was the entry to the Eurovision Song Contest 2023 from Lithuania. It made a remarkable number 11. Big thanks to Eric for the interview. We have Eric uh, again in our number four for an interview with Alika. But now it's time to go over to those guys, uh, to this country. Slovenia. And I'll remember those uh, stewardesses. 
2002. <laughs> Here we go. Hello, we are Sestre from Slovenia. You are listening to Radio International with GP. And this is our song, Samo Ljubezen. Enjoy. Stewardesses from uh, Slovenia, Sestre, Samuel Ljubezen, Ljubezen, that is, and hit number 13 for Slovenia, the Eurovision Song Contest. Playing us out now for this hour. And it's from Israel. It's David Dor. It's to believe, and I'll be back with you in the next hour. We got. Uh, Dermot Manning joining us as well as Nick Van Liet for the Eurovision News next.
through the summer. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. Hello, this is Yuri Botsman. I'm from Estonia and you're listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, Play. Enjoy. See all your walls come down and just hit play. from Bulgaria. You are listening to Radio International with JP and this is my song If Love Was a Crime. Hello, this is Yus from Latvia. You're listening to Radio International with JP and this is my song Heartbeat. Enjoy. Australia. G'day, this is Guy Sebastian, and uh, I'm from Australia, and you're listening to Radio International with JP. Here is my song, Tonight Again. Hope you enjoy. Oh, everyone's got their problems. There's always something on your mind. Oh, but tonight we ain't got to solve them. For now, let's leave them all behind.
we can do tonight again? <laughs> Summer sounds. Tonight again, and that was by Guy Sebastian, the first ever entry to the Eurovision Song Contest. It was back in 2015. Australia's entry hit number five back then. Tonight again. And like I have seen on the chat, what? It's our two already done? I tell you, it's even worse. The first song of our three is done already as well. <laughs> Summertime 2023. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. Welcome to the show from wherever you're listening to us, either from the radio stations or via the podcasting systems, networks or your smartphone. It's a big pleasure to do this show for you. Weekend and week week out. (laughs) Now, guys, Sebastian's got a new song out. Let's go and uh, give you that one as well. I choose God. Sorry, I beg your pardon. I choose good. I pick the nice things, in other words. Is coming your way, but also we do have the Eurovision news with uh, Nick Van Liet from ESCXL.com and then Dermot Manning in our number three, second half. In the Eurovision spotlight, taking a look at two countries as we do the double threes. And still to come in our number four, I tell you, we have from Turkey, we have a new song. Buket Bengizu. She uh, represented Turkey in 2002 as being part of the group Sapphire. Had the pleasure to meet Buket in Portugal some years ago. What a lovely, lovely lady she was. Maybe we should be bringing back that interview in one of the future editions of Radio International. But also, Duncan Lawrence has got a new song. We're going to be giving you that one as well. The Eurovision... uh, calendar with uh, Javier coming up in hour four, as well as an interview with uh, Alika, courtesy of Eric, and the Eurovision cover spot with David Mann. All that still to come. Wow. Taking you through the summer, this is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. Ice Cold. New. New. Should have listened to my mama. She told me stay away from the drama. Yes, yeah, some be careful what you wish for. Take a bite, no more than a mouthful. And when I didn't take the warning, I'd always know in the morning. She caught me crying in the kitchen. Mama said, son, when you gonna listen? I've had some hits and misses. I know perfection is ambitious. This is the biggest decision I'll make. That's why I chose you That's why I went and chose you She didn't raise no fool That's why I went and told you Thank God I got this right Cause the moment that I saw you That's when I knew Guess what? Mama, I chose good Yes, I did I chose Only say it when you mean it She said I know when I feel it 
Someone I get stupid drunk with 3am still up talking nonsense And when you're down shoot me up Pick me up And every time that you start acting up To pull you back in line And that's when you know it's right I've had some hits and misses I know perfection is ambitious This is the biggest decision I'll make And that's why I chose you That's a new sound of Guy Sebastian. I choose good. Out of Australia. It's always good to hear what Eurovision artists banging onto the market after they went to the Eurovision Song Contest. And he's been quite active, actually. And a big thanks to our hit hunter, who's been, uh, again, delivering us many, many, many songs. I only can take a little fragment of it. and uh, But it's uh, we, we take the best bits that I can come along. But now, let's go and join Nick. Now on Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience, it's time for the very latest Eurovision news. And that's with Nick Van Liet, courtesy of ESCExtra.com. Welcome to the Eurovision news provided to you by ESCExtra.com. We're going to kick things off with not so nice news. Um, Actually, very sad news coming from Italy. On Tuesday, Italian legend Dodo Cotugno has passed away at the age of 80. The winner of the Eurovision Song Contest 1990, Toto Cotugno, has passed away. Italy's second Eurovision winner and an internationally acclaimed singer for his hit repertoire died at the age of 80 following a long and severe illness. Born on July 7, 1943, Salvatore Cotugno was raised in La Spezia and Liguria. As a young musician, he played the drums and formed the band Toto e Tati. Not long after, he became interested in disco and started a band called Albatross, with Lino Losito and Mario Limonielli. From this, Cotugno began songwriting and would eventually write songs for numerous artists such as Domenico Modugno, Joe Dassin, Dalida, Johnny Hallyday, Mireille Mathieu, Claude François, Gérard Lenormand, Paul Maria, Miguel Bosse, Luis Miguel, Fausto Liali, Peppino Di Capri, Ricky Poveri, and Fiordaliso. So the list does go on and on. His solo career started in 1978 and he continued writing, creating a number of number one hits for Adriano Celentano. Having placed third at Sanremo in 1976, uh, Cotugno returned in 1980 and 1983. He returned in 1983 with L'Italiano, which became an international hit. He was a regular at the Italian festival, competing 13 times in total. In Zagreb at the Eurovision Song Contest 1990, Toto Cotugno sang Insieme for Italy, winning with 149 points. Cotugno became Italy's second Eurovision winner after Giglioli Cinquetti 
whom he hosted the Eurovision Song Contest in 1999 with in Rome. He remained Italy's latest win until Moneskin won in 2021. Toto died on August 22nd in Milan at the San Raffaele Hospital due to prostate cancer. He survived by his wife Carla and his son Nico. Our thoughts and prayers are of course with his friends and family in these very difficult times. Moving on to Andorra then, uh, where we know that they will not be participating in uh, Eurovision next year. So it seems Dani Ortola, who is the content manager of Andorra's broadcaster RTVA, talked to Eurofestivalis about the possibility of Andorra's return. He unfortunately stated, despite being a part of the EBU, we have no plans to participate in the Eurovision Song Contest in the short or medium term. Um, so we hope to see Andorra back sometime soon, but it doesn't seem likely for now. Moving on to the Netherlands then, where Jacqueline Govart and Jaap Reesema have joined the Eurovision Selection Committee. Jacqueline Govart and Jaap Reesema will join the existing committee men- members of Twan van Nieuwenhuizen, Karlien Borgers, Hila Noordzaai, Kornald Maas and Sander Lantinga. Uh, they will choose Dutch entry for Eurovision 2024. Both were chosen for their experience in the Dutch and international music industry. Twan van der Nieuwenhuizen, chairperson of the committee and the new head of delegation for the Netherlands, explained, Through our conversations, I know that Jacqueline and Jaap follow the Eurovision Song Contest closely and that they are motivated to find that strong song that can conquer all of Europe and the rest of the world. Lots of unknown and established artists have already applied. Now that the selection committee is complete, I'm looking even more forward to the final choice that we will make together. Jacqueline Govert rose to fame as the singer of Cresip, a band known for many a hit single, um, such as I Would Stay and they, uh, the songs they did after their comeback in 2019. Ja, is a former X Factor winner who uh, took on the stage name Jay Grease to score multiple hits in Belgium as well. Last year he attempted to represent the Netherlands with Armin van Buren but he was not selected. One of the entries that the selection committee in the Netherlands will be looking forward to is the combination of rappers Joost and Donny as they have applied for the Dutch internal selection. The Netherlands have again decided to host an internal selection with many Dutch artists already uh, uh, expressing their interest to represent them in Sweden next year. Perhaps one of the loudest voicing, ex- loudest voices to express their interest is rapper Joost. Now he's revealed that he has written a song for the submission together with Dutch rapper Donny. Joost, whose full name is Joost Klein, started out as a YouTuber who started focusing on making his own music a couple of years ago. While many of his rap songs have a comedic tone to them, his flow and lyrics show that he does have a talent for creating music and some of his music has a very emotional undertone as well. Already a big name in his own country, he went viral in Germany a few months ago with his song Friesen Jung. Joost has been very vocal about his interest in representing the Netherlands at Eurovision, making several social media posts where he expressed interest in Eurovision. Uh, he even has Eurovision 2024 in his Instagram description, so he is dedicated to making his dream come true. Donny is the one he wants to collab with and he's a well-established name in the Dutch music scene with many of his songs finding success on the radio and streaming platforms. He even made a song together with 2021 host Chantal Janssen. We played that on the show as well. Similar to Joost, many of his songs have a note of comedy combined with hip-hop and catchy lyrics in Dutch. Thus, it's no surprise that the, team up, team, the two teamed up to create a song 
for the internal selection. While Yoast had explicitly expressed his desire, Donny's interest was not revealed until the Instagram post. It's not sure if Donny will also be performing on the song if he's only a songwriter, but nonetheless, the Dutch submission will undoubtedly show off the Dutch rap scene. So let's see if the selection committee goes for something like that. Other people in uh, expressing their interest are Dowabop, Stefania, The Bank Sitters, Busy, Kleintje Papi, Criss Cross, Amsterdam. So an interesting list already for Avro Tros. Let's see if a list also that interesting will appear for Finland. Applications have opened and a request for submissions has been released by the Finnish broadcaster. The 2024 season of Uden Musikin Kilpailu, commonly known as UMK, began at 8am in Finland uh, just a couple of days ago. UMK is Finland's biggest music show which transports its winners from a domestic audience of 1 million to hundreds of millions of viewers to Eurovision, the world's biggest music entertainment show, said Sandra Saulo, the UMK web producer. Applications will close on August 24th, leaving just three days to apply. The winner of UMK 2024 will represent Finland at the Eurovision Song Contest in Malmö. Applicants should be expected uh, should expect to be contacted in October. Karia's Cha 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 became the fastest streaming Finnish language song of all time, which has just crossed the 100 million listen mark on Spotify, according to Saulo. So let's see if the Finnish people will once again turn up in great numbers to represent them at Eurovision. Changes in the national final are coming for Malta. Malta's national final for the Eurovision Song Contest will only feature live on tape performances and music videos for each finalist. As a result, there will be no live performances on the night during the Malta Eurovision Song Contest. The major rule change is one of a number of significant alterations to the contest. Malta's national broadcaster PBS announced the full rules for the 2024 competition earlier. Song submissions will open on the 28th of August and will close on the 30th of September. From there, successful artists will perform their song during a televised show spread out over a number of weeks to attempt to qualify for the grand final. 12 songs will reach the final stage, and the winning acts will be picked by a combination of jury and televoting. In the final, however, the competing artists will not perform their song live. Instead, they will be invited to record a live-on-tape version of their entry in December 2023, where they will have three takes in a 60-minute window to get the best possible performance. Additionally, each of the 12 finalists will receive a grant of €5,000 to make a music video, which will air on the night of the grand final. So let's see what happens in Malta this year. Good news then from Hattari from Iceland. Former Hattari frontman Matthias has married his fiancée. The Icelandic rocker and former Hattari lead singer Matthias Haraldsson married his fiancée Brynhildur Karlsdottir on Saturday. They became engaged in September 2021 and they have now officially tied the knot. If you want to see the wedding pictures, head over to our website. And then finally, May Muller has... Uh, will go Hollywood. The United Kingdom's Eurovision curse was probably over, but then 2023 entrant May Muller finished quite low on the scoreboard. However, she is close to following Sam Ryder's footsteps. She is having increased post-Eurovision success in music and film. May Muller announced the cancellation of a UK-based tour on August 14th, and it's hard, she said, it's honestly hard for me to write this but due to factors out of my control it is with the heaviest heart i have to tell you that my headline tour in november will no longer be happening providing no explanation at the time may continue promoting her merchandise and her website 
It is known that Muller has received offers from the television and film industry. Her debut will come in 2024 with the release of Gassed Up on Amazon Prime Video. The straight streaming movie is an action thriller directed by George Amponsheim, written by Archie Maddox and Taz Schuyler. Muller is credited as the character Kelly. Um, so that is definitely one of the movies she's been, uh, she will be working on. May Muller's debut album, Sorry I'm Late, is set to be released on September the 15th, while Gassed Up will be available to stream in the United Kingdom and Ireland in late 2023. The full film release will take place in January 2024. Filming for the movie took place before the grand final in Liverpool with May, with May Muller saying her time as filming has been the most fun, exciting, scary and amazing experience. Uh, so let's see how that one turns out then. And then finally, we need to go for a song. Um, I'm very excited for this one. It's not a new one. Normally, we always pick a new release. This time, we didn't because while I was on holiday the past couple of weeks, I had a song that was playing every single day because it was just my summer bop in a load of very bad rainy weather in Northern Europe. Um, so picked this song asked JP can we play something that's actually a year old he was like yeah sure let's do it uh, because I only discovered yesterday that there was a Eurovision relation to that song I hadn't even noticed but we're gonna listen to Tora Tora or the alternative title Bora Bora by Yorgos Mazunakis and Arash, who represented Azerbaijan at the Eurovision Song Contest 2009. Um, fluff up your summer because here we go with Tora Tora. Have a good one and uh, see you all soon again. Bye, guys. Thank you very much, Nick. This is Radio International. <laughs> summer Sounds. Θυμηθώ νύχτες μόνο στο κενό Σε κλωστή ακροβατό πάλι Πάνω από ένα κινητό Ένα μήνυμα να έρθει να μ' αλλάξει τη ζωή Χάλι Δεν θα ανοίξω, δεν θα πιω Ούτε στάλα από τούτο το μπουκάλι Ζάλι Πάλι από την αρχή Τέλειωσα όλη τη γραμμή Σαν να δίγαγα σε ράλι Στην αρένα νικητής Βρήκα τρόπο πριν μου πεις Να ξεφύγω απ' την κρεπάλι Παραδόξως δεν θα πω γιατί ζήσαμε μαζί Χαλάλι Για ό,τι έγινε μεταξύ μας τώρα πλέον δεν απορώ Στο πάπος αν το αποφασίσω μόνος μου όλα τα μπορώ Τώρα 
عاشق تو بودم از دستت خیلی راضی بودم اما تو بد شیطونی کردی دیدی هنوز دلم تو رو نمیخواد اون روزا عاشق تو بودم از دستت تو خیلی راضی بودم اما تو بد شیطونی کردی نزدیک من نیا تو تو را تو را Hey, some summer jam there for our dear newsman Nick Van Liet, Yorgos Matsanakis, I'd rather again Mazonakis and Arash. Tora Tora Bora Bora and uh, out of Greece this is now uh, of course we do of course play with the Eurovision related song as well Azerbaijan and let's go for that we go back to 2009 Izel and Arash together came third at the Eurovision Song Contest in 2009 in Moscow's Olympiski Arena and this is called Always Izel and Arash next up the Eurovision Spotlight with Dermot and the Double Threes coming up Aizel and Arash from Azerbaijan at the Eurovision Song Contest 2009 coming third 
Once again, big thanks to Nick for the news and picking those uh, songs. Actually, the, 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 the new song by Arash together with Yorgos. Mazonakis. I have to do it slow because otherwise my tongue is gone. But somebody that is able to speak really, really fast is coming on now and he, he never twists his tongue, never. Taking you through the summer, this is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. Eurovision Spotlight on Radio International. This week, the master of speech and no tongue twisting there is allowed. Dermot Manning from Ireland, from Dublin. Hello, welcome back, my, my friend. Thank you, JP. Lovely to talk to you again. How are you? I'm, I'm very good. And you have I've been on holidays. I'm still going. So I'm even better than you. <laughs> it feels. Indeed. I'm going as well. I'm going away again in Portugal in September. But I am just back from the Faroe Islands. Yeah, uh, from wow. the, the homeland of the Danish representative this year at Eurovision. First time Denmark has ever submitted a, 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 an artist from their territory of the Faroe Islands. Uh, they've yet and they've never said a Greenlandic uh, singer either. So it's, it's interesting to go to the little island group up in the in the Atlantic between Norway and Iceland and to visit see the people and visit the islands. I mean, it's, they're nice. There's not much going on there. There's literally no trees. <laughs> No trees. Wow, so, I mean, wow. you wander these islands and it's just bare. Bare as far as the eye can see. Wow. Very little, very few houses, very, very few fences. Just an extraordinary, unspoiled, pristine uh, landscape. But, um, yeah, no, it's a nice place to visit. And Thorshaven, their capital, uh, village, really, as opposed to a town. But, um, but that's it. That's a interesting place. And then, as in Edinburgh, um, host city of the 1972 contest, the wonderful Fringe Festival is going on there. Mm-hmm. And met up with our my Radio International colleague, Chris Poppy, and his lovely wife, Pam, who are spending a whole month in Edinburgh doing the festival. And I met up with loads and loads of Eurovision friends uh, in Edinburgh. Dr. Eurovision, Paul Jordan, Elaine Dove, and Andrew Main, and David Elder, and so many people. It was, it was great fun. Really, really. Super. And Jonathan Great. Loads of friends. That sounds good. Uh, now, the Faroe Islands, how many people do live there, actually? Any, any idea? Just about 50,000. 54,000, I think, live there. That's... And, uh, but there's about 80, about 60, 70,000 Faroese. Because uh-huh. uh, at any one time, about 20,000 Faroese are living in Denmark. Huge <laughs> number of young people, particularly go to study there, to go to third level uh, university. And I was even talking to one guy, and apparently the Faroese government maintains like accommodation in Copenhagen for the Faroese students and expats. Mm. And like it's interesting because they, they that's the first language of these places, these big dormitories in Copenhagen is Faroese. It's not Danish, mm. and, and and Faroese is a very different language to Danish. They do the Danes <laughs> do not understand it. It's it's more like Icelandic uh, than it is uh, than any other language. And and the Danes are very sorry, the Faroese are very proud, and they do keep their language. And interestingly as well, I've been to the Azores before, and in the Azores you might see the Azores flag, but you'll always see it with the Portuguese. Portuguese one and others in the Faroes. It's just the Faroese, no yeah. Danish flags, no. no pictures of Queen Margaret of Denmark, <laughs> nothing. 
Just, no, just no, like, they're very, they're quite independent. Dermot, yeah. Uh, no, no, Malta is not a particular big country. And uh, uh, but what what amazes me within those four hundred and fifty thousand people that live on these two islands, Gozo and Malta, and Comino in between the little one there, the mm. rock, uh, you you're bound to bump into Eurovision personality of Malta on the island. Now, uh, did you actually bump into Riley while you were there? No, I didn't meet Riley himself, but I did meet uh, so a lot of people who were either in school with them, or that knew his father, or his <laughs> mother, or worked in the, worked in his shop where he came into. I mean, everyone had a story because, as you said yourself, everyone knows everyone. I mean, there's only I mean, it's only less than about twenty thousand in Thurisalvan, and I mean, it was, and even when I was only I was only there a couple of days myself, and even I was bumping into people I I met over and over and over again. Yeah. You know, you'd walk down the street and some. Hey, Darmel, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> go, Hello again. Oh, hi, Heinrich from Denmark. I met you in the pub last night. So, yeah, so wow. it was amazing. It was good nice. fun. And the other great thing, J, uh, JP, was one of their football teams, uh, Klasvik, is doing amazingly well in the in the Champions League, in their playoffs for the Champions League. And uh, while I was there, I uh, played the Norwegian team, Molde, which is a very well-known team. And uh, unfortunately, they didn't win, but they're going to the playoffs now um, and, and for the Europa League. They know the, the other one is slightly lower down, but uh, so the Faroese are delighted with the success of that football team as well. So they're they're an incredibly proud people. Um, they, they love their traditions, love their language, and yeah, it, it, it's worth seeing. It's worth seeing. I wouldn't Super. go for much longer than three days, though. The, oh, we, I... we will be running out of things to do. Thank you, Dermot. Now we got uh, all, now twenty four minutes to squeeze in six songs, and I think we're gonna we should be starting off and uh, reveal the two countries that you picked on our double freeze feed on the Eurovision Spotlight. Well, JP, I mean, I've, I mean, some weeks I've listened to the Spotlight and I've had people kind of go like, oh, well, I've got uh, Morocco tonight, so one entry from there. <laughs> or, or I've got Serbia and Montenegro, and there's like two or something. You know? I have, however, two powerhouses of the Eurovision Song Contest tonight. I mean, two countries that have been there and done it. And very difficult to pick. Uh, just three from both these countries. So I really just picked my, the favourite songs I have of them. And the first of them is the reigning Euro, uh, Eurovision champions. We are dealing with the Kingdom of Sweden, mm. uh, who knocked up their seventh victory in Liverpool when um, um, Loreen won with the song Tattoo. And I mean, I mean, Sweden has just, I mean, the, the, the record of Sweden at Eurovision is really extraordinary. It sort of matches what the UK managed to do all through the 60s and 70s and 80s, when the UK were effectively were second like 15 or 16 times. Uh, but I'd say seven victories. So, I mean, where do you start with Sweden? This such a rich uh, Eurovision history but I mean I, I'm going back to one of my, my actual favourite Eurovision songs and it's probably one of Sweden's seven Eurovision winners uh, actually there's six Eurovision winners because uh, Lorraine has done it twice and we are going to go back to the uh, your home country JP we're going to the Rudi Seldemeyer Halle in Munich in Germany for the 1983 Eurovision Song Contest and singing the, the Swedish entry is someone we will get to know very well at Eurovision it's dear Carola Hagvist or Carola and uh, she would of course win the Eurovision Song Contest in Rome hosted of course sadly now by the much uh, late great uh, Toto Cotugno and may he rest in peace very sad news coming through of his passing um, and then of course she would also represent Sweden in Athens in 2006 with Invincible but back in 1983 I think the best by far and away the best of her three songs was the song Fremling translates into English as Stranger written 
actually for the second year in a row by Lasse Helm and Monica Forsberg because they actually wrote Dead Dog After Dog for Chips in 1982 so they actually won uh, Melly Festival twice in a row so here we go uh, the first song we're listening to tonight it is the very very wonderful Fremling sung by Carole at the Swedish Entry in 1983 New It's Carola, Hagwest and Framling, a first of three Eurovision entries to the Eurovision Song Contest and one of 
one of them actually was also when she won it in 1991 and uh, Dermot was giving us all the information there but this song Fremling or Stranger hit third in 1983 in the Rudi Sedelmeier Halle hosted by the lovely Marlene Charel and uh, that links me to say that in uh, in end of September or beginning of October we have Marlene Charel on our show so the host of 83 uh, is with us in an interview so that that's quite uh, a, a big thing for us so over to you my friend and another thing JP is that the wonderful as we call it here Dame Linda Martin our wonderful Linda Martin actually sings the English version of that as part of her set when she does Eurovision songs uh, she sings Stranger uh, a really really good song and uh, Linda gives a great performance anyway and uh, keeping with sort of Ireland I suppose uh, we now move to the 1988 Eurovision Song Contest and one of my absolute all time favourite Eurovision songs from Sweden uh, somebody making his second appearance on the Eurovision stage that night in Dublin is Tommy Schorberg. We had seen him previously in Madrid, uh, that fascinating contest which had four winners when he sang Judy Min Van. But he comes back to Dublin with a brilliant song. It I think it would have done so much better had Cyprus not been eliminated, which meant that Sweden was pushed back into performing in second in the running order. And we all know what happens songs that perform second in the running order also didn't help that Tommy Schorberg had a terrible sore throat all week, meaning that their songwriter P. Beckman actually had to sing in the rehearsal on the Friday night and you can see that on YouTube but here we go I think one of the nicest Eurovision songs in Sweden wonderful trumpet solo in this as well uh, it's the brilliant study you City of Lights Tommy Shorberg's song in Dublin in 
Tommy Sherberg and Start Elius, and that one uh, came 12th at the Eurovision Song Contest for Sweden in 1988. It's the double threes on the Eurovision Spotlight with Dermot, and we're looking at Sweden at the moment. And I tell you, and when Eurobash in the UK is uh, playing the last song, is usually Love Shine the Light. The Melody Festival and Afterfest, the after party of it. Is always that's the last song that is being played by the DJ, and everybody goes into a circle and just enjoys uh, the the music. Over to you, my friend, for song number three from Sweden. The third song I chose was Sweden. I sort of chose this one, JP, because it's just for the memory of being there on that night. Uh, what kind of night am I referring to? I'm referring to the night when Eurovision really changed from being this very staid, small, theatre-based show that had really been all through the 60s, 70s and 80s, and even most of the 90s. But there was one night that the contest just broke out from its small little theatres and went, became the huge arena spectacle that we know it to this day. And that was, of course, when the contest went to the, uh, Sweden in 2000 and into the Globin Arena and that enormous, huge crowd and the people and 14, 15,000 people in the arena that night with their flags. And of all the performances that night that really sort of made a, laid a marker for the future, it was Sweden's own entry because up until then we hadn't really seen pyros on stage at Eurovision but by hell we saw them that night when Roger Pantare came on stage to sing When Spirits Are Calling My Name written for him by Peter Dahl Linda Jansson and Thomas Holmstrand as I said this one if you're too close to stage in Stockholm that night you had your eyebrows singed off because that was quite the performance so once more with Pyro JP as we listen to When Spirits Are Calling My Name the Swedish entry in 2000 2000 Roger Pontare, when spirits are calling my name, and that one is the Swedish entry from 2000. Home turf, it hit number seven in the Globen Arena, I think it was, in uh, in Stockholm. Yes, it was, of course. Denmark winning with the Olsen brothers, and uh, spirits are calling my name. Roger Pontare. Now, from Sweden, we move over to... 
Switzerland. Nice. <laughs> I, I will be good guys. We got ten, ten minutes. Okay, nine minutes to, to do all the three songs. So go for it. Well, very quickly, we'll go through uh, three. Uh, again, these are so many songs to pick from Switzerland. First country ever to host the Eurovision Song Contest. Ever first country to win the Eurovision Song Contest. But the first song we're going to listen to, actually, we just listened to uh, Tommy Shorber, uh And I told you that he performed in Madrid in 1969. And on stage with him that night in, in, in Madrid was the Swiss singer Paola, Paola del Medizio, who sang the song Bonjour, Bonjour. But she would return Paola uh, with one of my all-time favorite Swiss songs. Songs in The Hague in 1980 and singing the Swiss entry that night sorry she sang the Swiss entry that night Cinema and it was written by Veronique Muller and someone we've seen many many times at Eurovision the Swiss songwriter Peter Leiber so let's have a quick listen to Cinema the Swiss entry in The Hague in 1980 Radio International Eurovision Gold with JP and Dermot Switzerland 1980 Il chantait dans les prés Alice au pays des merveilles Le dimanche après-midi Était blonde, était belle Et le film jamais fini Lovely Paola Medico there and Cinema. This one uh, was the entry from Switzerland at the Eurovision Song Contest in 1980. Coming fourth, and Paola and Kurt Felix were big showmasters on German, Swiss, and Austrian television in Candid Camera, the show version of it. Over to Dermot for our next Swiss entry. <coughs> Such a such a catchy song that but to me the it is. many songs are typified by a Eurovision song is that's one of them. I really do think that's a really catchy, simple, happy, happy song. Anyway, uh, we heard Peter Reber co-wrote Cinema Man. Peter Reber will return a year later in Dublin in 1981 alongside his friends uh, Peter uh, and Sue, uh, and he co-wrote this with uh, Leila Marchetti. This is one of the best Eurovision songs of all time. I couldn't not uh, include uh, this if I'm looking at Switzerland at Eurovision. 
television. It's a stunningly beautiful Eos and Day, Me Without You, the Swiss entry in Dublin in 1981, sung by Peter, Sue and Mark. Eurovision's greatest hits. Every year you think it can't get any worse. With JP. And every year you're wrong. Switzerland. Such a beautiful voice there by uh, Sue Shell. Peter, Sue and Mark and Eos Hensate, the follow-on I found even better. It's called The Birds of Paradise. And uh, yeah, our final song is on the way over to Dermot. In fact, this one got fourth place in 1981 for Switzerland. Over to you, my friend. And of course, co-written as well by Nela Martinetti, who would return seven years later to win the Eurovision Song Contest in the same arena in the RDS in Dublin, of course, with Celine Dion and the Pate Passe-Moi. Anyway, I'm not actually going to listen to the Pate Passe-Moi as my last song. Actually, and I love it this double threes is that we can pick any Swiss song we like. And I decided a little bit differently, a song that didn't even make the final, but it's one of my all-time favourite Swiss songs, should have made the final, in the Belgrade of 1980, 2008, Paolo Menegut came with the song Eda Stupendo how it didn't qualify for the final I do not know but I think it's a great song so let's finish with this one Switzerland wow 2008 thanks very much my friend for coming on to Rashfu those six songs at the Eurovision Song Contest from Sweden and Switzerland Paolo Meneguzzi ended up at number 13 in semi-final 2 in 2008 and yeah indeed I fully agree that you've been in the final Dermot, I'll see you next time, and I think it's going to be then we're looking ahead to Swedish entries to Eurovision, if I'm not mistaken. 
Indeed it is, because the last time we did that, I think it was 10 years ago, because we didn't do it in 2016, because it was too soon, but given 10 years has passed, we are going back and looking at all the Swiss entries in the run-up to next year's Eurovision Song Contest. It's that time already, we're looking ahead yeah, to yeah. next year in Malmö, Sweden, next May. Alrighty, take care, have a nice time, and stay locked in, because we're going to have one more hour to come uh, with lots of good stuff. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. Radio International. Hello, this is Bialex from Hungary. You are listening to Radio International with JP, and this is my song Kedvesem. Enjoy. Az én kedvesem, ő bárhol jár Az úgy jó nekem, az úgy jó nekem Mert mindig rám talál Az én kedvesem, az én kedvesem This is A. Thurinki from Iceland. You are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, Yeg Our Leaf. Enjoy! from Greece. You're listening to Radio International with JP and this is our song Alcohol is Real.
we're grooming you for summer. Ice Two thousand and nineteen. The Netherlands. Hello, this is Duncan Lawrence from the Netherlands. You're listening to Radio International with GP, and this is my song Arcade. Enjoy. a couple of pieces when I carried it, carried it, carried it home. I'm afraid of all I am. My mind feels like a foreign land. Silence ringing inside my head. Please carry me, carry me, carry me Duncan Lawrence, and this is called uh, uh, Arcade, right here on Radio International. I'm just looking for the jingle. You know, the jingles have gone somewhere. They, they've gone somewhere completely different, and I just want to play a nice piece of jingle there. Can we do this? Can we find a jingle that I can play? Uh, yes, here we go. Feel the power. Broadcasting across the globe. This is Radio International. And that's happening when you chat with me, with your colleagues on the phone. You forget all where everything is. 
Anyway, hour number four on the way. Duncan Lawrence kicked us off in this hour with the winning song of 2019 for the Netherlands and Arcade. And Duncan's new song is called Anything. We're going to hear that in two songs from now. What else have we got left on this uh, last hour of this week? As summer fades away. But it's not the end, not the end yet. We're going to be, do, be doing more next week on uh, Eurovision Summer Tunes as requested by Rafael Vivas. So, because we had to insert a couple of things into the show this week. So we, we couldn't do as planned because Tutu Coutinho had passed away. So that took some time for, from us as well. So anyway, let's go and... Uh, Uh, take a look what we have left for you on this hour. It's David Mann's Eurovision cover spot. We got an interview with uh, Estonia's Alika, and that's courtesy of Eric, with Eric in fact. And I chatted with Andre Portelli from the Motor Eurovision Song Contest. And Ben also coming on is our dear friend and colleague from uh, Montreal in Canada. He is Javier Leal. Okay, but first, let me take you to Turkey as we're traveling back to the year of... 2002. Taking you through the summer. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. And Buket Bangizo and Groups of Fire. And this is now, let me try that, Leila Kla Soldu Kalbinde. Like, um... Lilacs fading in the wind. Let it 
fabulous stuff there for the summer of 2023, the Eurovision entry from Turkey of 2002. Ice cold. And that's Buket Bengizo and Groups of Fire and Leila Klaas Soldu Kalbinde that hit number 16 in Tallinn in 2002, representing Turkey. Buket Bengizo's new song, now without the Groups of Fire, is called Sen Chikincha. Kashima, and that's brand new release from sunny Turkey. New, new, new. and that's where I'll be going soon. Sounds that are ice hot hits, hottest hits. Thank you. 
how nice is that for the summer of 2023 from Turkey released just a couple of days ago Bukhet Bengizu who we saw at Eurovision in 2002 Sen I think that's the way to say it lovely lovely lady I had a pleasure to meet her some years ago and uh, yeah as I mentioned before maybe we dig out the uh, some odd interviews from the past uh, in, in some t- some days because they're undated actually we could do that but now let's go and listen to the new song of Duncan Lawrence new it's called anything of you dancing too close to the cliff's edge so I build a wall around you to keep you safe from a misstep I had a dream about you burning your hand on the stove top and I woke up worried for you and took every knob on that stove off Duncan Lawrence and the new song is called Anything. Hot of the press over here in the Netherlands. That's uh, fantastic. And he won Eurovision in 2019 for the Netherlands with the song Arcade. The Eurovision Song Contest 2023 on Radio International with JP. 
And once more for today, we're going to be traveling into the world of the Eurovision Song Contest 2023 with a participant from Estonia. Eric had the pleasure to meet Alika. And the song she had in the running was called Bridges and did actually quite well. Number eight at the Eurovision Song Contest. Here comes Eric chatting with Alika. Hello, Alika. Hello. And welcome to the Eurovision Song Contest here in Liverpool. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now, you are representing Estonia. Tell us a little bit about your background, your musical background. Has music always been a passion of yours? Yes, I would say that music was always a passion of mine because uh, I started to sing when I was four years old. Um, and from this particular moment, I understood that I really want my life to be like this, uh, to, to sing on stages, to make people happy. And uh, yeah, I never thought about anything else, I think. Only thing that I thought about was a psychiatrist. But I think that it kind of does the same thing with uh, being musician because you're kind of psychiatrist in music so I think I did it both. <laughs> Estonians are quite familiar with you. You participated in the Estonian Idol, the voice of Estonia if that's right. And in what way do these competitions differ from Eurovision? Mm, yeah, they are really different from Eurovision, I think, because Eurovision is really about the um, building a community and uh, yeah, just just enjoying the moment, enjoying the stage, and being in the moment, being with all of the contestants, not us, the uh, competitors, uh, more likely than a friends. So. Um, yeah, I think that Estonian Idol, for example, is also a TV show with the televoting, but at the same time, it's more competitive than Eurovision. And I think also pre-parties uh, were a really great help for all of us, for all the participants, because now we are all uh, all uh, really good musical colleagues and just enjoying enjoying the beautiful time of Eurovision. Now the song title is Bridges. Could you explain us the context of Bridges in your song? Yes, uh, the context of the Bridges is not physical, um, obviously, because um, I I just when, when I was writing the song, um, I thought about relationships, a relationship not only with each other but also with yourself, uh, which I think is most important. Um, because if you are not frank with yourself and you are not trusting yourself, then uh, those metaphoric build, uh, bridges are they are started to like ruin themselves. And I think that's because the definition of bridges is a relationship with yourself and also with each other. Now, there's an interesting story behind the entry. Apparently it was produced and written in the Netherlands. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, produced and written in uh, Den Bosch. And really beautiful city, I really love the city. And uh, yeah, Walter Hardy is a friend of mine and also a great producer. Um, we kept in touch, um, we kind of, my ex-manager, let's say, <laughs> um, uh, have written him that I really want to, to to collaborate with him and do a song and uh, he said that he has a really 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 busy schedule and uh, after some negotiations uh, we had a two session uh, two studio session days in August and it was beautiful we um, clicked uh, with Walter really fast so it is really important um, about 
working on music. So uh, yeah, uh, he won the contest. Uh, yes, uh, he he co-produced the uh, Duncan Lawrence uh, Arcade and also um, To Univers by John Stiggs, beautiful ballads, I really love them, uh, the most beautiful ballads in my opinion and in Eurovision. So uh, yeah, um, I would say that he's not a Eurovision writer, um, in a bad way I mean, um, he he's most likely just a really great composer um instrumentalist also um really great person so uh he has a really great soul and uh, a really great feeling of uh, good, good music and good production so uh, i'm really looking forward uh, to him to to come here seems to be a great chemistry between the two of you now Anne-Marie David who won the contest for Luxembourg back in 73 uh, saw your cover version of a winning entry in French and she was overwhelmed has she reached out to you she saw that oh actually <laughs> surprise She's a friend of mine oh okay yeah oh okay she she doesn't reach to me <laughs> unfortunately but I saw her on stage she was singing the song in Israel and um, I remember filming it also it's a really great song and yeah Heidi uh, Tamme in Estonia um, did a cover version in Estonian so uh, yeah I was singing it uh, on uh, on an occasion on TV also and I really love the feeling of, of singing the song this is this is a really powerful song so uh, it's it's really nice that she has seen it but yeah unfortunately um we haven't talked with each other uh, yet <laughs> so uh yeah but uh, send her my regards and uh yeah that she's song is really beautiful her song is really beautiful and the voice also and yeah beautiful song thank you do that in the meantime all the very best of luck to you and to estonia thank you thank you so much yes. the eurovision song contest 2023 on radio international with JP. Hey, this is Alika from Estonia and you're listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song which is called Bridges. Enjoy it. Estonia. Now I'm heading home to solid ground. Myself have died. Bring me to the place where I belong, filled with all the memories and dreams I have ignored.
To get back on track Tearing down the walls Slowly every step Now I see myself Building up a world And that's Alika Bridges hitting number 8 at the Eurovision Song Contest 2023. And thanks, thanks to Eric uh, for this lovely interview. He's back next week with, uh, we've got two more artists there. And uh, uh, yeah, just, uh, just stay locked in to find out. Uh, but now it's time for David Mann once again for the Eurovision cover spot. On the way next. Radio International. Oh, I love it. Europe's number one. Yeah. You're listening to the cover spot on Radio International. Hello and welcome again to the Eurovision cover spot here on Radio International. We featured Vicky Leandros with Love is Blue, Luxembourg's 1967 fourth place entry to Eurovision. Earlier in the programme, it was an instrumental version of Andre Pop's melody, recorded by a Marseille-born composer and orchestra leader Paul Moriad, that brought wider international acclaim for the song, and it remains one of the few Eurovision songs to have achieved major success on the US charts. We can hear the reveal of Love is Blue as a US chart topper by host Dick Clark on the American Bandstand television show from February 1968 and the original recording by Paul Moriad and his orchestra. All righty, let's check the top ten situation here on American Bandstand. Holding the number ten spot, Mr. Marvin Gaye with the Fireballs, the Councils, Dionne Warwick, Spanky and our gang, Otis Redding. The Lemon Pipers, The Temptations, The Classics 4, and this is the number one song.
Moriat and his orchestra with their instrumental version of L'Amour est Bleu or Love is Blue, topping the American Billboard chart for five weeks in early 1968, ten years after Domenico Modugno had achieved the same feat, in his case as original artist too, with Nel Blu di Pinto di Blu, also a Eurovision non-winner and, which more popularly known as Valare, went on to become the most covered Eurovision song of all time. But back to Love is Blue. The popularity of the tune in the US meant that quite a lot of American vocalists covered the English-language version of the song, with lyrics written by Brian Blackburn. One we've not featured previously is this cover, recorded for Columbia Records and released in May 1968 by popular vocalist and television host Andy Williams. Andy Williams with the music arranged by Nick DiCarno and Luxembourg's 1967 entry Love is Blue, included on Andy's 1968 album Honey, which made number nine on the US album charts and earned Andy a gold disc and also reached number nine here in the UK. 
Andre Pop's melody is still popular and widely recognised today, and we'll play out this edition of the cover spot with a new recording released earlier this year in February 2023. It comes from a man who's sold more than 70 million records, has 267 gold discs and 70 platinum albums to his credit in a recording career that began in the mid-1970s. Born Philippe Page in Paris in 1953, here with his brand new 2023 recording of Luxembourg's 1967 Eurovision entry Love is Blue, is pianist Richard Clayderman. other music there Paul Muriat and his orchestra and Love is Bleu the Eurovision entry from Luxembourg in 1967 that made fourth place and Andy Williams and Love is Blue the 1968 cover and uh, in the background it's just now Love is Blue by Richard Kladermann the piano cover of the Eurovision entry from Luxembourg in 1967 that came fourth Wow. Alrighty, one thing hunts the other. Let's uh, head one more time to an interview. We're heading off to Sunny. Malta. Okay, let's have an interview coming up right now. Speaking to the stars of Eurovision on Radio International with JP. With one of the contestants of the Malta Eurovision Song Contest. Not many to go actually anymore, but this is Andre Portelli, a new face, a new voice to the contest. 
He didn't make it into the final, but he was a semi-finalist uh, with a song that's coming up after that. It's called Broken Hill. We're the Malta Eurovision Song Contest 2023 and with us is one of the newcomers to the contest. It's André Portelli. Nice to meet you, André. Same here. Nice to be on your show. Thank you for having me. It's a very exciting moment for me now. So, uh, first time in Eurovision. I really hope to deliver and I hope you get to enjoy for the first time, you're doing this really well. We saw it yesterday on the stage, on the rehearsal already. So what triggered you to, to come into this competition? Okay, um, I followed it ever since I was a young boy. Here in Malta, it's very, very popular as a contest. Um, and through the years, I, I actually got to perform on stages with all of the various artists you know, who performed over the years. So my musical career took me on those stages. The fact that I'm here today is exceptional. That I'm sharing such a platform with these artists is, is great. Over the years, what were your favorites of the Malta Eurovision Song Contest? Okay, well, I definitely, I love the Chris and Moira, mm -hmm. fantastic, um, and then, I mean, you have legends like Mike Spiteri, you know, and, and, and even Fabrizio, who, who's with us again this year, so, yeah, I mean, when you grow up listening to them, like, they all leave an imprint in your mind. Mm -hmm. Now you're a newcomer to this contest and there's going to be a, a lot of people watching it, not only in here in Malta, but also people follow it online. It's like millions of people watching. So how do you cope with this pressure on, on you? I don't. I actually just woke up now from a good rest in the changing room, so it's, it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. um, but I have a really good support structure, I have a, a very good team of friends, um, which really help out. So it, it, it's just, it makes the experience so much more enjoyable. So like a good power nap would be your recipe to, to, uh, pressure, to cope with pressure? To cope with the pressure. Uh, a, power nap, a power nap and support. You need okay. the right support to keep you cool and grounded and calm. Mm -hmm. how, how would you class your musical style that you perform? Okay, this particular song is electronic dance music. Mm -hmm. So f this is more of a club tune. Um, my genre is slightly different. Um, it varies, it's more the pop rock. Mm -hmm. I think it's verging more on the American rock. Uh, so this is a new experience and a new style, um, but I'm lucky to work with Toby Faruja, great producer from Toby Music and uh, Toby Music Productions, and David Casartore, Johnny, guitarist, long time friend, I've performed mm -hmm. with in various arenas, so it's exciting to be with them. Well, Malta, it's pretty tough to get into the narrow selection of the Malta Eurovision Song Contest. Uh, there were like over 200 songs being submitted to PBS. You made it within the top 40. So what was your, your reaction when you received that information? I'm part of it. I was stunned. I thought it was a, a joke. I actually thought David was pranking me when he said, oh, did you check your email? You're true. I'm like, yeah. Um, but then when, I, when, it, when it hit, it really hit. I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible, you know, to be shortlisted. And now even more, you know, we're at the semifinals now, so we've moved on to another phase. So it's, it's overwhelming. Now you have some Eurovision performers in uh, the contest, like Fabrizio. Did you speak to him and say, how, how, how should I do it best? Like get advice from him. Actually, um, I did ask uh, Glenn, who is one of the presenters with Amber, um, who I, again, I was blessed enough over the years to share the stage with, with in various occasions. Uh, so obviously as a friend, I said, you know what, what should I do? And, and, and he gave me tips, Paul Gerdemeyer gave me tips. We have great mentors, Paul, Moira, Ludwig, um, Mike. So 
there's so much support even within the structure of MESC 2023 that it really helps to get the act together especially for a newcomer like me you know with no sponsors no makeup artists no directors of, of choreography nothing at all just you know Toby David myself the song which I really hope hits home let's talk about the song uh, what is it called and uh, uh, what's the message you're trying to bring over to the audience okay it's a message of resilience The song is called Broken Hill because it represents the journey that you go through in life. A journey which is made of struggles and difficulties, you know, and hurt and betrayal. There's a lot of that. Um, the song focuses on the side of when you're really hurt and down because you've been betrayed, whether from a friend or even betraying yourself by not being true to who you really are. Um, but again, over time through the journey, If you build character and resilience through these experiences, it will allow you to overcome, you know, to climb that hill. You realize when you do well, you go into the final and then you're going to sing again the song on Saturday in the final of Malta Eurovision. And if you win that, you're heading off to Liverpool to represent Malta at Eurovision. Uh, so what is your knowledge about the Eurovision Song Contest? What, what are your favorites, your first moments watching it? Wow, okay, well, actually it's, it's the size the impact of the show that really always got to me it's such a massive platform and now even more with social media and in the interplay you start realizing the amount of people watching you from all over the world that to me is in itself an impressive platform to be on fabulous and any favorite songs from Eurovision history yeah well I have this I'm, I'm passionate about Italian music so I like Moneskin and um, the Mahmoud and Blanco with, with Brividi those were for me great songs Wow, nice, nice. And uh, I know that many singers in Malta don't live off music only, but you have to have another job. So what, what do you do in your other life? Okay, I'm, I'm a, a lead consultant for an advisory firm. Mm -hmm. And actually I want to take the occasion to thank all my colleagues, my staff, uh, the, 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 the friends really, uh, the bosses, you know, the partners of the firm who supported me, who pushed me and who promoted me and who allowed me to actually take some time off to be here. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. We're literally a couple of hours away from the, the show itself, uh, the semi-final. How will the last preparations be for you tonight? Okay, right now it's all about focus, calm, some tea with honey and lemon, some vocal exercises, peace and quiet, and then just hit the stage. Fabulous. All the best of luck, Andre Portelli at the Motor Eurovision Song Contest. Thank you very much. Grazie, Hafner. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Andre from Malta. You are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, Broken Hill. Enjoy. Malta. I try not to replay it. But the thought of your betrayal Yes, it hurts. Who knows? Perhaps tomorrow. Perhaps tomorrow. I tell myself this every day But the dawn is not a daybreak It's just a harder pill to swallow It's a harder pill to swallow Nothing at all Who's the night? 
And that's Andre Portelli and the song is called The Broken Hill. From the Malta Eurovision Song Contest 2023, a young emerging artist from there, he made it into the semi-final. And early on we heard on our Eurovision newscast with Nick that uh, the Malta Eurovision is changing their selection process or how things are presented. That's going to be very interesting to see how that's going on. But now, let's go and welcome our last guest on the show today. Helena man, Javier Leal is with us. Hi, Javi, how are you doing? Welcome back. I'm very good. I'm very good, JP. Thank you very much for asking. Can you hear me well? I can hear you well. And we had to switch things around a little bit. And uh, uh, yeah, we had a busy first hour with Toto Gutunio's tribute and, and so on. So it's all a bit upside down this week. But never mind, we, we managed. Yes, JP. And of course, thank you very much once again for having me over. I also had uh, something going on. So, but I'm here and I'm ready to go with the Eurovision calendar as uh, today, the 23rd of August, 2023. Are you ready? Go for it. Perfect. So we begin with tomorrow, August the 24th. We will have the Eurocruise uh, parting from Helsinki in Finland. And the following day will be from Stockholm, Sweden. Each cruise will last two days. Uh, we also know, JP, we actually have uh, new uh, entries to the Eurovision calendar, as for example, uh, September the 9th, we have the Eurostars in London, the United Kingdom, uh, which is Saturday. Also Saturday, the October the 7th, 2023, we have the Eurobash in Liverpool and the United Kingdom. And uh, uh, of course, uh, we already know on Thursday, November the 16th, the Hote Sound Festival Fest in Amsterdam, the Netherlands. And Saturday, I see we have the 25th of uh, November, the Easy Germany Cup Convention in Cologne. Of course, I am personally expecting new more details from you. And of course, the following day, that'll be November the 16th, um, the 21st Junior Eurovision Song Contest at Palais Nicaya in Nice, France. We also know that. Um, uh, January the 20th, 2024, which is a Saturday, will be the OJE Germany Convention in Munich. Um, of course, uh, we have the uh, April the 11th, 2024, Israel calling in Tel Aviv, Tel Aviv, Israel. And the 27th of April, 2024, the BCA Eurovision Party in Barcelona, Spain. Of course, all of this information is available on the calendar page on our website, RadioInternational.tv. JP, uh, whenever you're ready, uh, you're good to go. I am good to go. Yes, okay, super duper. And uh, I'm, I'm already preparing the, the podcasting, the website and so on. So uh, the, literally we have one more song left to play on the show today. And this is the request that you had. And uh, uh, tell us uh, what you picked. So, JP, last uh, week uh, you finished the program with a song that I wanted to listen to in full, and hopefully that dream will be come true this week, uh, <laughs> which is none other than the lovely Linda Waffer-Mackers, uh, uh, who uh, recently released the song For Loving You. Indeed. Awesome, awesome uh, song. Yeah, written by her daughter, and uh, Linda Waffer-Mackers represented the Netherlands in 2002, and... Uh, 
Yeah, so she's a great artist, great singer. We had her on the show last week, and we the, the song was cut by the news at the end. So we're leaving you for this week. Thank you very much for your company. Thanks, Javier, for coming on. Thanks to Michael Water, to David Mann, to Dermot Manning, uh, to Nick for the news, and to you, of course, for listening. We'll be back at the same time next week. Have a fantastic week, and here comes Linda Barkenmarkers right now to take us out of this week's edition of... This is Radio International. For loving you. Have a fantastic time. Bye-bye. All is said and done You place the blame and You call me names and I guess you really, really want me gone And now I stand before you eye to eye Anything left you want to say Oh. <laughs>